Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Giz, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, August 9th, 2017. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity and entertainment news on Aaron Carter, Shanae O'Connor, Raven Simone, Anna Ferris, and Chris Pratt, Taylor Swift, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes I did the same things over and over until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Give where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. This is That's Entertainment's seventh year here on Block Talk Radio. So I'd like to give a shout out to everyone who's been tuning in from the very beginning. And for those who are just tuning in for the first time, welcome. Uh, if you want to talk about anything that I mentioned on the show today, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. You can also like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S-E-N-T-E-R-T-A-I-N and the number one number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletta14, Stiletta like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just go to T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy, 82 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout out to everyone that's currently listening on the phone lines or on your computer. Thank you again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And again, if you want to make a comment about anything that I'm missing on the show, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number again is 347-637-2656 and press the number one. 
As usual, it's been a crazy week. We got uh, Aaron um, Carter in the news. Uh, he's talking about his sexuality. We have Taylor Swift. Uh, she is on trial for a uh, a, a kind of like a, some uh, a DJ, a radio DJ had. Um, Touched her in an inappropriate way I'll tell you the latest Raven Simone is in the news this week You know she just rebooted her show And she talks about um, Fat shaming And how she, when she was growing up in the business How um, People had a problem with her weight Also uh, Sinead O'Connor She was in a, a motel in New Jersey and she she had posted a video on Facebook about uh, how she was feeling. You know, she was going through some uh, issues mentally, and uh, people were like wondering what was she doing in New Jersey? Is she going to be okay? Well, was she suicidal? I'll tell you the latest. And Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt has called it quits. Another Hollywood couple that had bit the dust. So without further ado, let's get talk. Let's get started with the most talked about story of the week. Hit it. All right. Uh, it's been a crazy week, you know. Uh, just to get off the subject for a little bit of, of entertainment, you know, this whole thing about Trump and Kim Jong-un, uh, the war of words, these two men going at it, and people are scared, the stock market is going down in Asia. We, You know, it's getting a little nerve-wracking because you have these two men that's trying to, who are really not that right in the head, and, you know, it can cause... Whatever they decide, you know, if there's if war is imminent, what is going to be what's going to be happening with the world, with people, with neighboring countries? So I just had to throw that out there because it's it's getting insane right now. But uh, going back to entertainment, uh, lots to talk about this week. Uh, we just lost another country legend, Glenn Campbell. Uh, he died uh, yesterday. Uh, he was in his 80s. Uh, you know, his career had expanded, like, what, I think, what, five decades, I believe. Uh, he had died of a complication with a year-long battle with Alzheimer's. He was 81. And his daughter, Ashley, uh, she put this very emotional uh, photo on Twitter uh, holding her uh, fa- her father's hand and saying how much, you know, that he means to the family. And it just, you know, these legends like Glenn Campbell, another legend uh, we lost uh, this week, Barbara Cook, a uh, Broadway musical legend. She passed away uh, Tuesday uh, right here in Manhattan. Uh, she was only 89. She was famous for uh, – she originated in the movie, the the, uh, the show The Music Man, which she won a Tony for. Um, also this week we're going to be talking about uh, the separation of Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt. You know, they were seen just, what, three months ago uh, – they were getting, they were promoting um, Chris Pratt was promoting the movie. Uh, I think he was uh, I think he was doing a movie promotion, 
and everything seemed fine. You know, they were seen out together at red carpets. Uh, they just seemed so happy. Who, nobody knew. Nobody. And I don't even think their people knew. But for some reason, people have their own interpretation of what they think might have caused their marriage to fail. And, you know, we have our own opinions about it. Also this week, uh, we're going to be talking about um, also Raven Simone. Uh, She, you know, as a child star, she grew up, she was first known on the Cosby show, and she talks about uh, how the difference between being an overweight child back then compared to uh, a celebrity child who's overweight now, how the the attitude has changed. So she talks about that this week. Um, you know, she's uh, currently she just rebooted her uh, show, That's So Raven, on the Disney Channel. It's now called Raven Home. So I'll give you the latest on that. Um, also, congratulations to... Uh, our favorite uh, Andy Sandberg and his wife. We didn't know that his wife was pregnant. They just gave birth uh, to his wife had a little uh, baby girl, and so congratulations on him. Also, uh, also in the news, you know this whole thing about Usher and these uh, STDs. Uh, well, a woman had came forth this week in New York. She held a press conference talking about how uh, she. She had got tested. She was tested positive. I'm sorry, negative. But she still wanted to sue Usher because she felt that um, that she, if she had knew that that was his condition, or that uh, he she she would have never consent to their sexual ex relationship, and uh, a lot of people are wondering what is Usher saying. there's two other people, two other women said that they tested positive and a guy. And this woman said that she wanted just to let people know that, you know, even though she tested negative, uh, there's some controversy behind this woman because she, just a couple of days ago, before she even did this press conference, she wrote on social media how she needed money. And then here she go coming out trying to sue Usher. Well, Usher's uh, his people saying that um, that she the the uh, the young lady who's suing him is a very a uh, plus size woman, and people are like looking sideways what side a certain way because they were like mm, she doesn't seem like his type, and even Usher said that she wasn't his type, but he said that you know she said that he brought her on the stage, he asked her to come backstage. But according to Usher people, he does that all the time. He brings fans on the stage all the time. He can't remember every single one of them because, you know, he goes to city to city. But uh, I'll tell you the latest on this uh, this press conference. So um, let's get started. You know, um, you know, I, I was reading uh, about David Letterman. He is coming out of retirement and uh, two years after he was he had left CBS late night show he has now signed on for an untitled six episode series at Netflix it will be pre-recorded and it's going to feature interviews as well as other topics so um David Letterman you know he's 70 years old you know that goes back to the saying never say never because he said that he wasn't going to do any talk show type thing 
but now he's returning, and uh, people are looking forward to it. Uh, this recent leak of, of uh, HBO Game of Thrones, apparently it didn't do too much harm. You know, uh, HBO, and uh, you remember a couple of years ago, Sony had went through something a little bit similar to this, but the difference between Sony and HBO is that Sony, uh, when they they got hacked, uh, they had leaked personal emails. They had uh, also leaked uh, what uh, the actors that were doing upcoming movies, what they were making, uh, what the executives were making. They were just putting all the personal business out. But for HBO, the difference this time is that now they're asking for ransom, they're asking for money, and they are leaking shows. And remember a couple uh, months ago, remember there was something similar about Netflix with the Orange is the New Black. Somebody, uh, the hackers had leaked in and had uh, leaked one of their episodes, one of their uh, uh, season premiere shows. So now this whole thing with the HBO, uh, it didn't do too much damage, according to them, because they said they still did well in the ratings. So we'll see. But... uh, you know, they it, it it just goes to show you, you know, Games of Thrones, they air every Sunday night, and I think they're on from, at 9 p.m. And according to this, they had their biggest rating ever. The fourth episode of the series, Season 7, it scored 10.2 million viewers for its debut airing. It surpassed the show previous all-time record holder, the Season 7 premiere titled Dragonstone, which pulled in 10.1 million viewers for its debut Airing has now ranked in 30 million viewers in repeat streaming and DVR playback. The recent leak of Games of Thrones episodes were not part of the massive HBO hack, according to this, but came from a distribution partner, partner Star India, whose logo appeared as a watermark in the pirate copy of the episode. Meanwhile, the group of hackers who claimed to have obtained 1.5 terabytes of data from HBO recently demanded a multi-million dollar ransom from the company for the stolen data, and the hackers threatened to dump videos of future shows online with their logo, HBO is failing, superimposed if the network doesn't pay the ransom. Aaron Carter is very adamant whether he dates a man or a woman. It's his own decision. Uh, the pop star opened up about his sexuality in a social media post over the weekend and explained his decision during an interview on the Burt Show on Wednesday. After learning his, uh, his ex-girlfriend, Madison Parkin, didn't understand his sexuality, they decided to part ways. Now, Carter, who's 29, said he was shocked by the outpouring of support he received from fans after sharing the candid post on Saturday. Carter also noted in the message that he had a sexual experience with an older man that he said that he uh, had an attraction to when he was 17 years old. The singer is reportedly continuing to focus on himself and well-being in the wake of the split. In June, he was hospitalized for exhaustion and shared that his thin frame was a result of a hiatal hernia diagnose, which he was diagnosed with at 19. Months later, he was arrested for a DUI and marijuana possession on July 15 while traveling through Georgia. His ex was in the vehicle at the time. Carter was released on bond. And trouble singer Shania O'Connor, who posted a rambling video from a travel lodge in South Hackensack, New Jersey, is safe and not suicidal, according to a Facebook post. 
Uh, she, they, she said that on the post, on her page, she said that she is surrounded by love and she is receiving the best care, and she asked for this to be posted knowing that we were concerned for her. Now, on Tuesday, it appeared that her car, a Chevrolet HHR, was still parked outside the hotel with empty suitcases inside. Uh, she said that... Um, in the original post, she said that she was fighting, 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 like all millions and millions that she knows, and that she's one of many to try to stay alive every day. Meanwhile, a fan had ordered food for her and sent it to her hotel. That was nice of them. And on Thursday, the 50-year-old singer detailed her ongoing struggle with mental health problems. She cried as she discussed her mental issues, and she was openly talking about her health issues, saying in 2003 that she was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. In May, she was threatened to commit suicide after she lost custody of her 13-year-old son. And uh, she's been married like four times, and she has four children. So, But according to this latest report, she's fine. She's not suicidal. Um, she just... I guess felt a certain way and just wanted to get things off her chest. And, I, you know, I had posted the story on uh, That's Entertainment Facebook page, and a lot of people was like, what is she doing at some hotel, motel in New Jersey out of all places? Who knows? Uh, Raven Simone wishes she was a kid today rather than years ago when she was body shamed for her weight. The 31-year-old says she was constantly put down about her weight when trying to tour as a singer back in the 2000s and even as a young girl in the 90s on The Cosby Show. She also shared that people would say she wouldn't be able to perform for an hour and a half being that big. The actress who had just returned to the Disney Channel for a reboot of That So Raven called Raven Home said she would much rather be a child today where different body types are embraced. Simone relished the fact that bigger body types have become more accepted and how the past has influenced the present in a positive way. Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt fans who are looking for signs of trouble that led to their split might find some insight in the Mom Star latest interview. Ferris is on the October cover of Live Happy magazine. The interview reportedly took place a few months ago when Ferris opened up about her relationship and her love for Pratt. The couple who have been married for eight years announced on social media on Sunday that they are separating. They met in 2007 on the set of the film Take Me Home tonight and have one child together. Fans took to social media to convey their shock over the split of one of Hollywood's favorite couple, but as Farris told Live Happy, Live Happy in the interview, their marriage wasn't perfect and she struggled with tackling issues head on. So, like again, again, this is another shocker. People thought this couple was so happy, they laughed, they have fun, they go to the red carpet, not a sign, not one inkling of anything going on. But, you know, you never know what goes on behind closed doors. A lot of people are speculating why they think it's they the they decide to split. Some people say maybe because now that Chris Pratt has uh Began, began uh, becoming a little more famous. He's becoming an A-lister actor, you know, with such hits as uh, Gardens of the Galaxy and, and, and Jurassic Park World, and maybe his stardom is starting to shine a little more brighter than his wife. You know, she's also an actress. 
So there might be some kind of jealousy, um, you know, that might play the factor. So we really don't know. But they seem like they said that they will, uh, you know, be civil with one another. You know, they do have a, a young son. So hopefully everything will work out. Um, right now we have here, uh, let's see, we have uh, about uh, 10 minutes to 6 here on the East Coast. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. That's Entertainment has been here for about seven years now, so I'd like to thank everybody who's been there from the very beginning, showing love and support. And uh, during the summer months, the hours have been changed. I know I try to do uh, come on at 2 p.m. We usually broadcast live from New York City every Wednesday afternoon. In the summer months, this is around 2 p.m. Back in the fall, we go back to 1. But it's been a busy summer for me, so I try to do as many shows as I can. But, uh, you know, I let people know, I let you guys know when I broadcast live through social media. And, again, like us again on Facebook. You can also catch when uh, we broadcast live on the Facebook page. And you can also... Uh, tell a friend about the show as well And you can also uh, follow me on uh, Twitter as well And Instagram And uh, thank you again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon uh, Musician Glenn Campbell uh, he, he he was a, a, a different kind of legend When it came to country music uh, he had hits like Rhinestone Cowboy and Gentle on My Mind. Unfortunately, he died uh, following a year-long battle with Alzheimer's disease. He was 81. His daughter, Ashley, who confirmed her father's death on Twitter with an emotional note and a photo of the of the pair holding hands. Uh, Campbell's iconic country music career stretched back more than five decades. And he included, like, he won six Grammys. And he was nominated 20 times. His 1968 album, The Year War, was for By the Time I Get to Phoenix. It earned him a distinction of being the first country artist to ever win the award. In recent years, Campbell, who's also briefly enjoyed an acting career with his own variety show on CBS and a role in True Grit, was open about his struggle with Alzheimer's and its devastating effects on his life and his music. Campbell released his 64th and final studio album, Adios, in June. The 12-track record was recorded in Nashville after Campbell wrapped his goodbye tour in 2012 in an effort to preserve what magic was left. And according to Rolling Stone, the album included tunes Campbell had long loved but never had the chance to record. He is survived by his wife, Kim, their three children, Kyle, Shannon, and Ashley, his children from previous marriages, Debbie, Kelly, Travis, Kane, and Dylan, ten grandchildren, great and great-great-grandchildren, and five brothers and sisters. And crack open another beer because King of the Hill might be coming back. That's right. Fox is considering bringing back the comedy, which ran for 13 seasons from 1997 to 2010, making it one of the longest-running animated sitcoms in history. The original show, which won two Emmy Awards, includes voices of Judge Kathy Najimi, Pamela Adlon, Johnny Hardwick, Stephen Root, and Brittany Murphy. Fox also recently rebooted The X-Files 24 and Prison Break. 
right now, again, we are at the, uh, we have here about uh, six minutes left uh, remaining to, no, uh, six minutes to six, I should say. Uh, coming up in the uh, next half hour, I'm going to give you uh, the latest on uh, this Taylor Swift trial. Apparently, this disc jockey was accused of uh, groping Taylor Swift at a Denver concert. And he finally testified this past Tuesday. And uh, apparently he claimed that she cost him his $150,000 year year gig as a country music radio station. He was a radio DJ. He is seeking at least $3 million, But she said that she's only suing for a dollar because she wants to make an example to stop this, you know, to stop these guys from doing, uh, being, uh, to show that women are not going to be tolerated being sexually abused. So uh, she's trying to make a statement. Meanwhile, this guy claims he never touched her, but there's a photo that was presented where he has his hand kind of like positioned on her backside. So I'll tell you the latest on that. Uh, The estate of Michael Jackson said that they're going to do a 3D version of the late singer iconic Thriller video. I'll tell you where they're going to debut it. And um, Trainwreck star Amy Schumer, she's going to be heading to Broadway. She's going to be joining um, Steve Martin in a comedy show. I'll tell you the latest. Also, uh, again, about that... uh, that press conference uh, with that uh, young lady who uh, is suing Usher uh, for the STD, even though she already got tested and claimed negative. I'll tell you the latest. All those and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't you uh, go anywhere. Something happy you so down. Real 
Entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 28 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Trey's songs called Nobody Else But You. And uh, just before we went to the music break, I was telling you about that former disc jockey who was accused of groping Taylor Swift at a Denver concert. He testified this past Tuesday that he might have 
he said that he may have touched her ribs, but definitely not her behind. David Muller, 55, told jurors in a civil trial that he might have touched Swift rib cage or ribs with a close hand after jumping into a photo with the superstar singer and his girlfriend at the Pepsi Center in June 2013. But he was adamant that his hand never drifted towards Swift, neither, uh, I guess, her behind region. The case went to court after Mueller first filed suit against Swift, claiming her bogus allegation cost him his $150,000 year gig at a country music radio station. He's seeking at least $3 million. Swift countersued, claiming that the former DJ sexually assaulted her during the pre-concert photo op. Swift, who is seeking a symbolic dollar, has said she opted to engage in the legal fight to serve as an example to sex abuse victims. She was 23 at the time. He was 51. Uh, in his opening statement, um, he, his lawyer said that Mueller had... Uh, no, Swift, Taylor Swift lawyer said that he had changed his story seven times after that incident. And other and unlike Taylor Swift, she never changed her story. Her the story remained the same. So, um, you know, here he is. They, they brought the photo out in the courtroom, and it shows Mueller and his former girlfriend standing on either side of the singer with Mueller's right hand directly behind Swift's backside. And the Taylor Swift lawyer said this is proof right here that he has a wandering hand. But his lawyer said it showed no such thing. Swift lawyer said that his client didn't mince words when the incident took place, but on the stand, Mueller suggested that Swift may have confused him, get this, with his boss, who apparently admitted to grabbing her backside. But he later squirmed under relentless questioning by Swift lawyer, who painted Mueller as motivated by fame and greed. And they said at one point he admitted that he felt slighted by Swift, whom he described as cold and standoffish. So we'll see. Uh, Taylor Swift is supposed to be, uh, she's supposed to be uh, there one, I, think, I don't know if she's going to be there later on in the week or next week, but a lot of her fans are waiting outside the court uh, house, waiting to get a glimpse of her. So we'll see what she said when she testified. And uh, Am uh, congratulations to Andy Samberg's wife. She gave birth without anyone knowing she was pregnant. The comedic actor and his longtime spouse, Joanna Newsom, welcome a daughter. The baby name and date of birth have not been disclosed yet. It's the first child for both Samberg and Newsom, who have been married since 2013. The baby news comes as a surprise, considering neither Samberg nor his wife had mentioned the pregnancy publicly, nor had Newsom been spotted with a baby bump. Sandberg, who rode to fame on Saturday Night Live during the 2000s, said early last year that he was interested in becoming a father but didn't provide any sort of timetable as for when. Sandberg, who's 38, and Newsom, who's 35, met at one of her concerts and dated for five years before he proposed. She's a, a music, uh, musician. She's a harpist. Uh, since ending his seven-year tenure on SNL, Sandberg had gone on to star in comedy films like Pop Star, Never, Never Stop, Never Stopping, and the Fox Police sitcom Brooklyn Nine-Nine. 
And also his uh, co-star, co uh, uh, and also friend to the show, Chelsea Peretti. She and her husband, funny man Jordan Peele, they had their had their first child too. Uh, I think last month uh, or two months ago, they had a son. So congratulations to them. Uh, Chelsea uh, was had uh, came on our show about a year and a half ago when she was promoting. I think it was the second or second season of Brooklyn Nine Nine. So uh, she was very fun to talk to. And if you want to catch that interview, you can always go back to the archives and look up Chelsea Peretti. A former uh, uh, the estate of Michael Jackson says a 3D version of the late singer iconic Thriller video is set to debut at the Venice Film Festival more than 30 years after it originally premiered. Uh, or I should say the original premiere. The estate said that the latest available technology was used to convert the 14-minute short film from an original 35-millimeter 35, uh, 35 negative to 3D. Now, although the film wasn't re-edited or recut in any way, director John Landis said he was able to use the 3D creatively, creatively and promised a rather shocking surprise. Michael Jackson's thriller debuted in theaters and on television in 1983. An hour-long documentary detailing the making of the video will also screen at the Venice Festival, which will run from August 30th to September 9th. Jackson died in 2009 at the age of 50. And Rolling Stone guitarist Ronnie Wood had revealed that he feared the worst after he being diagnosed with lung cancer earlier this year. The 70-year-old guitarist said that he thought it might be time to say goodbye after doctors performing routine tests offered the news that he had the supernova burning away on his left lung. The musician said that he just told the doctors to get it out of him. Wood told the Mail on Sunday that he had decided not to have chemotherapy if results turned out to be bad. He said he declared uh, he he said he decided that he wasn't going to lose his hair and that this hair wasn't going to go anywhere. He thanked doctors in May for treating a small lesion in his lungs and will undergo checks every three months. And Trainwreck star Amy Schumer is an express track to is, is on an express track to Broadway. The comedian will make her Great White Way debut this fall in the Steve Martin comedy Meteor uh, Meteor Shower. Uh, Keegan Michael Key, Laura Benetti, and Alan Tudak also will start in the production beginning on November 1st at the Booth Theater under the direction of Hello Dolly Helmer, Jerry Zaks. It's set in California. The play follows Corky. Uh, Corky, played by Schumer, and her husband, Norm, played by Tudak, who are having another couple over for dinner. The evening with uh, Laura, who's played by Bonetti, and Gerald, who's played by Keegan-Michael Key, Keegan Key, they, it turns into some kind of marital freefall. Since last year in production with a different cast and direction at the Old Globe in San Diego, the play was showered with mixed reviews. The San Diego Union Tribune hailed it as a wacky exploration of love, life, death, inner selves, order, chaos, and astronomical wonder. The Los Angeles Times took issue with it being laboring it juvenile. The Broadway opening is set for November 29th. And the boss 
is coming to Broadway. That's right. Bruce Springsteen will make his Great White Way debut this fall with Springsteen on Broadway. It's supposed to be like a loosely autobiographical solo show designed to be intimate and personal at the Walter Kerr Theater. Performance begins on October 3rd with an official opening on October 12th. Springsteen will perform five shows a week through November 26th. With a career spanning five decades and record sales of more than 120 million worldwide, Springsteen has a massive music catalog and a fan base to match. Combined with the limited number of seats, just 945 at the Walter Kerr, demands for tickets for the show marking the history-making Broadway debut of The Boss will be through the roof. Tickets for Springsteen on Broadway will go on sale August 30th at 10 a.m. Eastern on Ticketmaster Verify Fan. And also visit BruceSpringsteen.net slash Broadway for more information about how to pre-register. And uh, Barbara Cook, a legendary star of Broadway musical and cabaret, she died Tuesday morning of respiratory failure at her home here in Manhattan. She was 89, born in Atlanta, became famous for her luminous soprano. It shone brightly on Broadway where she originated the role of Kunaganda in 1956 in Candid and Marion, the librarian, a year later in the music band for which she won a Tony Award, and Amelia in 1963 in She Loves Me, in which she sang one of her signature songs, Vanilla Ice Cream. Cook battled alcohol, depression, and weight problems, but enjoyed a thriving concert and cabaret career. She died surrounded by family and friends and is survived by son Adam Legrand. And you never guess what her last meal was. Vanilla ice cream, right? You know, per, you know, because that was her signature song. Broadway marquees will be dimmed tonight at exactly 7:45 p.m. for one minute in honor of Barbara Cook. Now, Usher is reportedly telling his inner circle that he couldn't have had sex with Quantasia Sharpton, one of several people accusing the singer of giving them herpes because the woman is not his type. Sharpton claimed that Usher picked her out of the audience at a concert, got her number, and went to her hotel room where they had sex. Although she tested negative for the disease, Sharpton is still suing on ground that he failed to inform her about his alleged STD causing her emotional harm. Now, TMZ sources said that Usher told them he may have pulled her up on stage to dance. He said he doesn't remember, but he absolutely didn't hook up with her. As for why he had may have chosen Sharpton to bring on stage, uh, one of the sources said that Usher looks to bring a diverse group of people up on stage and not just supermodels. Meanwhile, Sharpton lawyer Lisa Bloom said her client, I need money tweet one week before the lawsuit had nothing to do with the litigation and that she just she's just struggling financially like millions of Americans. She added that Quantasia didn't put a money amount on the lawsuit and only wants what a jury deems fair. And regarding her tweets about spending her last hours as a regular girl just before going public, Bloom said it's only natural her client was nervous, but she'd been so brave to step forward. And Blackish will break out in song for its October 3rd season premiere with a Hamilton-inspired music tribute centered on the annual Juneteenth celebration. 
Juneteenth was the last day when slavery was officially abolished in the U.S. The season four premiere finds Andre Johnson, played by Anthony Anderson, and his family dealing with slave relations in this country and how they're still relevant today. Show uh, creator Kenya Barris said the ideal for the episode came after he researched different events in American history. And with a new baby, uh, Issa Almana, set to write shotgun, Janet Jackson is preparing for the relaunch of her newly named State of the World Tour and tweeted a pic to let fans know that she's on her grind. Uh, Issa Almana is her baby boy, her son. Uh, This is what Janet said. Uh, She said, quote, hey, you guys, I'm so excited for the State of the World Tour. We are in rehearsal mode. See you guys in one month. This is what she tweeted along with a photo showing her practicing choreography in a studio. Now, according to Janet's site, or uh, the 55 dates are due to begin on September 7th at the Cajun Dome in Lafayette, Louisiana, and will carry on through till December 17th show at the Phillip Arena in Atlanta. Last April, the 50-year-old singer postponed her Unbreakable World Tour, telling fans that she and her husband were planning their family. Jackson then confirmed her pregnancy with a photo to People in October. Jackson married with Sam Almana, a billionaire businessman from Qatar, in 2012. The couple split earlier this year. Right now, we have about 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the week. So don't go anywhere. You live with her. 
Yes, that was Tamar Braxton, her latest, my man. Right now we have 11 minutes left remaining in the show, and for the last remaining stories for the week, Mayor, uh, you know Mayor uh, Rudolph, she's getting ready to take on a lead role for Fox Next Live event. The Saturday Night Live alum has signed on to star in a Christmas Story live musical production. It was announced on Tuesday at the Television Critics Association Summer Press Tour. Uh, Rudolph will play Ralphie Parker, mother in the telecast, with additional casting to to be announced in the coming weeks. It's based on the short story of a Midwestern humorist by Gene Shepard. The musical is set in the 1940s when all nine-year-old Ralphie wanted for Christmas is a Red Ryder BB gun. The film followed Ralphie and his family. Various holiday theme adventures which include a terrible trip to to visit the department store Santa, his younger brother disgusting eating habits or lack thereof, and his dad infatuation with an obnoxious lamp made to look like a woman's leg. It was released in 1983. A Christmas story earned less than $20 million at the box office, but went on to become a cult classic, playing in a 24-hour loop every Christmas on TBS and TNT for the past two decades. Spurred by the popularity of the film, A Christmas Story, the musical debuted on Broadway in 2012, and it went on to earn three Tony nominations. Oscar and Tony winner duo Ben Pasek and Justin Paul of La La Land and Dear Evan Hansen, they wrote the original music for A Christmas Story, the musical, and will compose several new songs for the event. A Christmas Story, the musical, airs December 17th on Fox. Angela Bass is moving from one Ryan Murphy project to another. The Emmy-nominated veteran of the FX series American Horror Story has been tapped to start in the pair's upcoming Fox series 9/11 with uh, AS Ace. No, I'm with AHS and Feud showrunner Tim Minear to serve in the same capacity for the pilot. Six Feet Under and Parenthood alum Peter Krause was announced Tuesday as Bassett co-star, and Mac G has been tapped to direct the pilot. Now, pick up straight to series in May, the procedural explores the high-pressure experience of police, paramedics, and firefighters who are thrust into the most frightening, shocking, and heart-stomping situations. These emergency responders must try to balance saving those who are at the most vulnerable with solving the problems in their own lives. Additional characters details about who Bassett and Krauss will play are being kept under wraps. 9-11 is slate to air is, I'm sorry, not 9-11, 9-1-1 is slate to air its 13-episode season in mid-season, and according to The Hollywood Reporter, it's supposed to be a former premiere, and it has yet to be announced. So the show is called 9-1-1, the Fox upcoming series 9-1-1. And Empire will begin its fourth season this fall with less guest stars, a refocus on the Lion family, and a homage to Prince. This is what producers revealed on Tuesday. With Lucius, played by Terrence Howard, caught in an explosion set up by his own family in season three's finale and having lost all memory of his family, executive producer Lee Daniels told TV critics that the new season will see a return to the core of the show the Lion Family, and Dynasty. A season three guest star holdover, Debbie Moore, will continue as an important part of the new episode as her character helped nurse Lucius back to health. And sparkling on the addition of Forrest Whitaker this season as Uncle Eddie, a music icon who uh, who mentored Lucius in his early days, and yes, he will be singing. 
Terrence Howard feels that the Oscar winner will raise the stakes and standards of the show. Cast member Jesse, uh, Jesse Smollett told reporters that Prince music will be used in episode four of the new season, marking a departure from most episodes that feature music original to the show. Empire returned to Fox on September 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern. HBO Insecure and Ballers will be back for season three and four, respectively. Uh, the cable channel just announced on Tuesday. The renewals for Isla Ray and Dwayne Johnson comedies come halfway through their current summer season, where they air back-to-back in the 10 p.m. hour following Games of Thrones. Ray announced the season three pickup on Insecure on Twitter. And Ballers have been one of HBO's top comedies since it premiered in 2015. Stephen Levinson, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Danny Garcia, Peter Berg, Evan Riley, Rob Rice, Julian Farino, Dennis Biggs, and Catherine McCarthy, they all executive produced this show. At HBO, Ballers and Insecure join returning original comedies like Veep, Silicon Valley, Divorce Crashing, Vice Principals, High Maintenance, and the upcoming ninth season revival of Larry David's Curb Your Enthusiasm. Upcoming uh, entries will include Barry, which stars Bill Hader. And uh, over the weekend, there were some reports of Needy Leakes' husband, Greg Leakes, being hospitalized during the taping of the upcoming season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. The report originally came via Radar Online, which quoted an inside source saying that Greg Leakes suffered a stroke and that the that Nene's husband health wasn't all that good. Additionally, it was stated that Greg was ordered to remain on bed rest due to his age, family history, and heavy workload. The report also said that the incident would be part of the storyline for the show's 10th season. Now, Nene has taken to social media to respond to the report. She does admit that Greg did have an emer- a medical emergency on set, but she said that the report of the stroke was straight bogus. Now, Nene spoke with Bravo and confirmed that Greg is indeed dealing with some health issues, but she would not be specific. Just one day after the reports of his hospital scare, he and Nene were on the scene for Todd Tucker's birthday party, where the entire entire Real Housewives of Atlanta cast was also in attendance. This backup, Nene claimed that the bed rest story was not factual. And in the... We all love The weekend, uh, but is he ready to hang up his mic? Well, he revealed in an interview with Harper Bazaar that he's ready to retire his music industry moniker. That's right. The 27-year-old told the publication he's toying with the idea of pulling a Ziggy Stardust, referencing David Bowie on stage persona who ceased to exist after 1973. The movie is uh, the movie is likely to a, a effort to maintain some level of mystery surrounding aspect of his personal life. Um, in other words, he's thinking about changing his name. He told Harper's Bazaar that he's not in a rush to let the public know, and that he's thankful fans don't demand more of him. Uh, he's you know he's notoriously private. He seldom opens up in interviews about anything other than his music, and in a rare moment of openness. However, he does go deep. Uh, during a 2016 interview with Billboard, The Weeknd spoke at length about his character portrayed in his music, all of whom he claimed were versions of himself. It is unclear if or when The Weeknd plans to step out of the spotlight. It seems unlikely, though, that it will be anytime soon. So at one time he was thinking about changing his name, and now he's talking about 
just getting out the, the business altogether. So we'll have to see. Also, speaking of the weekend, he just announced in April, this past April, that he was designing a sneaker as part of a year-long collaboration with Puma. Well, it's finally here. The crooner tells footwear news of his new $220 high-top design called the Parallel. The shoes are wearable for both sexes and goes on sale August 24th at selected retailers. And uh, Adele, uh, she has been raising funds for the survivors of London's Greenfell Tower fire, and she held a private screening of the film Despicable Me 3 for some of the tragedy's younger survivors and their families in hope of lifting their spirits. Dozens of residents joined Adele for the animated movie on uh, Thursday, last Thursday. Uh, This was according to The Sun. At least 80 people were killed when flames engulfed the 24-story West London building on June 14th. Firefighters originally warned occupants to remain in their apartments, but improperly cladding caused the fourth-floor fridge, fridge freezer fire to alarmingly accelerate. A final death toll is not expected to be released until at least 2018, but around 255 people are said to have survived. Adele viewed aiding her community as a full-time job now that her Adele Live 2017 has ended. Adele previously uh, implored her fans to donate to her Greenfell Tower Fund while performing at Wembley Stadium back in June. Adele Act of Charity just so happened to coincide with the news that Despicable Me is officially the highest-grossing animated franchise of all time. The Minion families of film has now grossed $3.5 billion worldwide, beating the five Shrek movies previously at $3.51 billion records. So, yes. So they grossed 3.52, and Shrek movies combined uh, grossed 3.51. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.